Welcome to the Diversity and Fellowship Podcast, where we discuss how the gospel brings us together and keeps us together. We are your hosts, Kenny King. And I'm William Marshall, and we want to encourage Christians to think through how our lives and our churches can be a faithful display of how the power of the gospel unites us in Christ. Thanks for tuning in. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Diversity and Fellowship Podcast. Welcome to 2021. Kenny, Happy New Year. Happy glad, New Year, glad, brother. Glad to have you with me here to, today, brother. Um, so we are uh, excited uh, to be back. We've taken a couple of weeks to uh, take a vacation and uh, go see family and uh, enjoy Christmas and yes. New Year's and all those different things. And so we hope that uh, you have had a great um some great holidays and uh, everything. Today we are diving in the deep waters. Yes. Uh, today we want to talk about uh, something that we've touched on. We've at least thrown around at different times. Um, but we want to kind of take a deep dive into it today because we feel like it's important. It's very, very, very uh, important uh, when you're talking about race relations uh, today, particularly in the church, particularly in the Southern Baptist Church, which is what you know we're a part of, and so today yes. we want to talk about critical race theory. All right. So the big question is, and this is just to be honest, where we, everything kind of grows off the tracks from the beginning. But the big question is definition, right? I mean, right. What What in the world? What is this? What are we talking about? Yes. And Kenny and I would say that kind of what we've seen or what we've witnessed is that. It kind of the de- the definition depends on who you're talking to. Yeah. So there are those who are proponents of critical race theory, say that it's good and can be helpful uh, for certain reasons, and then there are of course those that are detractors, right? That say that it's terrible. So what would, Kenny? What would kind of the proponents of critical race theory, those who say that hey, there might there might be, there might can be some helpful um, yeah aspects of this? What how would they define it? They would say it's it's a it's a tool that kind of explains how racism is ingrained into American uh, society. Okay. Like it, it's a, it's a, um, it's a component. It's definitely a, a component of everything that America is built upon. Okay. And it, it kind of shows um, how like these systems, these structures were built um, with the idea of the major- majority culture, white people, um, maintaining power and uh, maintaining supremacy mm. over people. Okay. Um, and so they would reject certain things like the idea that you you um, kind of get what you work for, the mm-hmm. I- idea of a meritocracy. Mm-hmm. Um, they would also reject the idea that we're all equal under the law because the law was created um with the idea of white people right um staying in power and so they they would say they would they would really focus in on that this is something that helps us to see how um institutions how so- american society has been structured in a way that is racist okay and that and some of that would be kind of the that's where the critical term you know like they're being critical of certain systems critical of certain things plus it also connects it to critical law theory which is kind of a different just critical theory or in critical and of itself, theory yeah right. which yeah. dealt with a different uh, kind of a different aspect but 
Okay, so that's kind of the proponents, those who would say, hey, there's, you know, we should we should pay attention to this. We can this is a useful <laughs> resolution nine. This is a useful analytical tool. Right. right? Uh, if you're if you're wondering again, kind of why we're talking about some of these things uh, within SBC circles, this says you know very uh, CRT has been very prominent uh, because of a resolution that was passed uh, two years ago or last year. Last year. Well, we're right on the cusp, right? Yeah. 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 So resolution 2019. Mm-hmm. Resolution nine, uh, which was actually favorable towards uh, critical race theory, it, it or at least it used the language of seeing it as an analytical tool that could be useful, right? Right. Uh, but then recently the SBC president, seminary presidents, came out and said that it's not really useful, that uh, it's not in line with the Baptist faith and message that the heart of it is. And I would add to that that you know, President Trump came out in yes. in September of, of uh, 2020 and said that it was un-American. And so he, he right. called on, you know, that there would no longer be any training yes, when, it, right. when you're talking about uh, mm-hmm. like cultural sensitivity training. Mm-hmm. He said that would no longer use critical race theory for that because it's um, strictly un-American. Okay. Yeah. So, so yeah, so you've got some different things kind of floating around. Uh, so, so that's kind of the proponent's would say resolution nine. I mean, that was kind of the, this is, this is why this can be a helpful analytical tool, right? Helpful right. for us in the race discussion. Yeah. Um, what about the detractors? What, what are they going to say? Cause it seems like you're getting different definitions, right? Right. And so what, what are the detractors going to say? This is what CRT is. They would say it's a, a Marxist secular mm. theory. It's yes. godless. Um, mm-hmm. It it focuses too much on on structural racism and mm. and not enough on personal responsibility. Okay, um, individual racism. They would say that you're you're trying to find you're you're using racism to explain everything. Race to explain everything mm-hmm. when when race is not necessarily a factor in certain in, issues. In, yeah. in certain issues mm-hmm. and. That that's kind of how they would um, define it. It's usually a um, a more Marxist uh, right <laughs> uh, emphasis. When, yeah, yeah. When the they, real negative. Yeah, and that's been the kind of the negative mark. So so let's kind of dive into these two definitions because obviously the question that we have to try to ask, or at least that you and I want to try to ask in the podcast, is should we should Christians, you know, particularly those who are inerrantists, believe in the Bible. Should we use CRT? Should we affirm it? Should we right? Should you know? Uh, should we be in the proponent camp? Should we be in the um, you know detractor camp? Um, and 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 I think it is important to note that even the proponent camp. It's I, I am not aware of anybody in the proponent camp who are like we should accept everything that there is to be. Well, with not CRT, right? not as I mean, uh, you know brothers brothers and sisters in Christ right. that we mm-hmm. have seen that would affirm the whole of it. Right. Right. Yeah. But there are those who would say this can be this can be helpful. Yes. Right? Those who affirm inerrancy, those who you know, um, faithful to the word, faithful Christians, right? We would say. Uh, but then there are also other faithful Christians who are saying, no, 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 this is terrible. This is awful. Right. And so let's 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 kind of dig into that. What are what are some of the reasons why the detractors would say we need to avoid this like the plague? Like this yes. is terrible. Uh, one one reason is that it's it's comes from um it's a secular worldview right right it's a it's a secular it, can, it didn't come from believers in christ mm-hmm. and so they would say that 
simply because it, it's secular and and kind of going even with the the, the Marxist yep. um, bent towards it. It's like, well, it, it's no good. Right. It's, it's a godless. Um, <laughs> it's a godless theory, and so we shouldn't be as, as people who believe in in the Bible. We shouldn't um, deal with godless. Mm-hmm. Godless beliefs, right? right? Or not, uh, belief yeah. systems, e- yes. even if they hold anything good in it, it's simply because the just from where they come from, mm-hmm. right? We shouldn't right. Mm-hmm. Um, use them in any way, shape, or form, right? Um, I would say that also they would say all we need is scripture. Yes, that's the one I see a lot. Yeah, right? you know, is why do we need this? We don't need CRT. We have scripture. Yeah, right. Um, and I, and I think what they're what they're driving at there is that you know it's it's almost as if anybody who is a proponent of CRT using CRT it's like you don't believe in the sufficiency of scripture right you know I mean it's almost an accusation I mean at least I've seen in certain circles yeah and it it's like scripture is all we need we want to talk about racism all we need mm-hmm. is scripture um, we want to talk about solutions to racism all we need is the gospel right and so there's no there's no Right, we affirm sola scriptura. We we affirm this the the sufficiency of scripture, and that's that's all we need. Yeah, yeah. Um, what else? What are some other things about that you think they they, they would say that because it, it in in their mind they they're feeling like people are saying scripture plus CRT, mm, and yeah. and so anytime you start to do that, they feel like you're making CRT into a religion or. Yeah. Are a worldview like mm-hmm. you're, you you say that you're um, putting CRT through the lens of scripture. What you end up doing is putting scripture through the lens of CRT, uh, yes. yeah. and and CRT becomes a, a more of a religion or a worldview than it becomes just an analytical tool. Okay, and so th- that's what they would say is is they fear uh, proponents of critical race theory. That's what they're doing. They're making it out to be. Mm-hmm. Um, the way they see the world instead of just a tool used to explain the world. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Um, what else, brother? What else? Would well, you I say? think the, you know, the other one is that it's essentially that you've swung the pendulum too far argument where yeah. it's actually CRT is racist itself. Right. So, you know, some would say, no, this is a way to try mm-hmm. to understand racism and talk about racism and deal with racism. They would say it's actually gone way too far and I think both you and I would agree that there are proponents who would take it. I mean, there there are those who would take some of the ideas that are taught by CRT uh, and and get to a point where the, yeah they're actually coming to racist conclusions. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Um, so I mean, um, you know, the idea that every white man just because he's white is racist and hates black men, right? I mean, right. That, that's that's yeah. You that, know, that that's you're going way too far, too far you right? Know? And so I think those who would say that that's that's kind of where CRT ends up you know that's where it's yeah. going to land you that's the um kind of where it's where it's taking you uh th- those guys would say that why would <laughs> it's terrible you know <laughs> like it's racist it's not actually yeah. helping the discussion it's actually uh it's actually hurting the discussion at that point um okay so let's shift a little bit so that's those are kind of the reasons why the detractors would say we need to avoid this mm-hmm. but what about the proponents like what about those and again we don't mean kind of secular proponents who want to affirm everything that there is about CRT. But we're, we're talking about folks who are Christians, Bible-believing, uh, love the Lord. 
uh, and they actually see some value in this. They, you yeah. know, they they think that it's it's something we should at least consider. So what what are what value are are these brothers uh, and sisters seeing in CRT? They would say, first of all, that it it helps us to see that sin is not just an individual. Um, that's not just an individual aspect to sin, but that sin can sinners will make systems that are corrupt. Yes, and they'll make institutions and policies that are are corrupt. And so CRT helps us to to you know really put that under a microscope yeah. and, and see how um, different systems, even if there's not a inherently racist person involved in that, but because mm-hmm. this system was built upon that, mm. that we can actually um, just analyze it and say, this is how this system continues to perpetuate racism. Mm-hmm. Um, they would also say that it, because CRT um, was formulated, was was um, kind of founded by mm-hmm. minorities, by, by African-Americans and, and, and women and you know, some men were involved as well, but sure. because it was formulated, it gives uh, minorities a voice when mm. we're talking about these things. It's, it's not a majority culture trying to explain and define racism mm-hmm. and, and trying to analyze what these things are, but it actually gives minorities a voice about, hey, hey, what are we dealing with here and, and how can we... Um, come up with some solutions as far yeah. as um, mm-hmm. how we deal with racism in our nation. Um, what what else would you say, what proponents would say are, are it's good about CRT? Yeah, I, I, you know, I think a, 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 one of the bigger ones, and this is something that we've emphasized on the podcast, that, that I think, I mean, the Lord has really taught me even in uh, 2019 with uh, the George Floyd situation and, and other, you know, situations that happened just the the necessity of building empathy. Yeah. Um, French uses that language in his article that we're going to recommend in a moment. But I, there is this need for the majority culture to see racism as more than just kind of this black and white, okay, you know, this is wrong and we're, you know, it's over and let's all move past it, right? Right. There needs to be some some empathy. We need to understand uh, and I, I think I think it's particularly when you're talking about systemic racism, you, you need to understand the broader um, impact. Yes, of racist decisions that happened hundreds and even hundreds of years ago. Right. How e- even those decisions then, even those things that were happening then, are still having an impact, still bearing consequences today uh, for people of color. Yes. And um, and so I I think there are those who would say. Uh, I mean, that's one of the arguments uh, that French would make is that um, that CRT can at least help us have more empathy. You yes. know, help us try to understand better uh, the black experience, right? And right. and um, and obviously, the black experience is not singular, right? I mean, there's yes, that's and it's an error to think that, but but there are there are you know to help kind of broaden our understanding of these of these consequences of uh, the consequences of racism in the past and. Ongoing, you know, too. Yeah. So, um, all right. So those are kind of the detractors are saying, no, we need to avoid it. It's horrible. It's terrible. It's, you know, Marxist. It, you know, denies the sufficiency of scripture. It's a religion. It's racist. That Right. 
The proponents are saying, actually, no, it can help us understand systemic racism a little bit better. Um, it gives minorities a voice. You know, there's, there, we yes. don't want to just stop listening to those who um, who have experienced these things. Uh, and then it helps kind of uh, build some empathy. So those are kind of the two kind of the two points. How should we, you know, now we're kind of moving to opinion, uh, I guess, and mm-hmm. and our thoughts on it. So how do, how do we approach it? How, uh, Kenny, how do you think we should actually approach this? Because, again, we would say, and I think this is so important because this is what gets lost, the detractors who are saying no are brothers and sisters in, in Christ, right? Yes. The proponents who are saying yes are brothers and sisters in Christ. Now, we both acknowledge that there are people who are outside of that. Absolutely. Right. On both sides. Yes. You know, there are just, you know, white supremacists on one side. There are, you know, others on the other side. And so I, I think we we do need to acknowledge that. We do need to realize that. But if we're actually dealing with those that are within the Christian camp, right, those who affirm, uh, right. affirm the scriptures, the inerrancy of scriptures, right, H- how, do we, how do we actually move forward? I would say for those who are proponents of critical race theory is that we, we do need to be careful as followers of Christ to not accept all of it. Yes. There, there is an, an aspect of critical race theory that, that basically says that because you are a white male, William, yes, it is impossible for you to understand the the plight of me as a black man, or especially as a black female, right? And that's where kind of where the intersectionality, intersectionality. part mm-hmm. comes in. And so you you can't well, I mean, honestly, you can't experience it, but you to say that you can't really speak towards it. Mm-hmm. What that does is it denies. Um, sanctification almost yeah, right right. right like that christ can't reveal something mm-hmm. the spirit can't teach you it can't it can't form you into the image of christ mm. to where you can understand right the or empathize with the experience of um and that kind of goes to the whole white fragility thing too mm-hmm. where you can't understand that the plight of someone else and and, and i would say you know th- th- that that is one one part of CRT where you don't want to um, embrace, and there are several other things about mm-hmm. CRT that you don't want to embrace. All of it, mm-hmm. you can acknowledge that there are some good parts about it, but be careful not to accept all of it. Yes, right. That's good. W- what would you add to that? Well, I think you know for the majority culture, uh, I mean, they, need, they really need to be careful about, and this kind of goes back to President Trump's statement. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have to avoid the idolatry that's kind of built in to rejecting this. Yeah, you know, it's almost like you have no right to question America. Yes, you have no right to question American institutions. Yet you have no right to question American law. You know, yes. or, or whatever it is. Um, none of those, you know, those things aren't evil. And yeah, we've had evil in the past, but now we've got it all. Right. I, I just think there's some, you know, we just have to be careful that we're not being really arrogant in and thinking that, well, you know, we 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 ended slavery, we got yeah. civil, we went through the civil rights movement, and we ain't doing redlining anymore, <laughs> and so we've got it all figured out, right? Right. I mean, there, it, there is no such thing as system. It's like, whoa, 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 whoa. We, we need to, you know, we need to we need to be careful that. Um, because I I think you know again critical race theory. I mean there there is a sense in which a lot of kind of what we would con- could hold as American values are are being criticized. Oh are yeah. being attacked. Right. And so 
unfortunately, what I see at times is guys kind of responding more to that. Yes. Like, wait, no, 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 don't, don't attack. You know, don't we get? We're this is a great country. This right. is right. But hey, we can we can acknowledge that we are very thankful for our our country and very thankful for the freedoms that we enjoy while also being critical while, yes. while also understanding that we, we have an ugly history. You yeah. Know? Um, if we can't do that, then we're, you know, we're, we're, we're probably sliding off into idolatry at that point. Right? Yes. We've made America kind of something that it doesn't, doesn't need to be. And so I, I think we need to be very careful. Um, I mean, as a black brother, how would you speak to that? Cause I, th- I think it's important to hear your opinion on that. Yeah. I, I would definitely say that when you are interacting with the idea of critical race theory, like really, um, really be honest about what it's saying and mm. be honest about why am I against this? Am mm. I against this? Be, am I really against this because it's unbiblical? Some certain aspects of it are unbiblical or am I really against it? Because as the president said, is it un-American? Yeah, that's great. right. So, that's so you, you have to be honest when interacting with it. Mm. Uh, or am I, am I more upset about CRT than I am about racism? Yeah. Right. Have I spoken out on racism just as much as I've spoken out against CRT? Right. Because CRT is not necessary if there's no racism. Mm -hmm. And if you haven't done that, then I would say maybe there's some idolatry Mm -hmm. going on when it comes to to CRT. You at least have to ask why. Right. Why would I be so passionate about, you know, pointing out the errors of CRT Mm -hmm. and yet very quiet when it comes to pointing out the errors of racism? Yes. Right. I mean, that. Yeah, that seems obvious. But I think that's I think it's a good kind of way to kind of kind of look back and say, okay, maybe I need to think through, you know, right. Encourage encourage uh, those of the majority culture to think through that. Yeah. what what are some other what's what's maybe something else or what maybe what's something that uh, both groups need to do a better job of as far as moving forward with this? Yeah, I think what we what we need to do is um, kind of <laughs> don't don't get our ideas of of how believers, uh, people who hold to the inerrancy of scriptures, don't get our ideas of of where they fall on the on the scale of of support or our uh, opposition to CRT by looking at social media. Yeah. Like good. like Twitter and Facebook or, or anything else is not a good idea of where Christians fall on this issue. Right. Uh, usually you're going to get the loudest voices mm-hmm. uh, on, on Twitter or, or Facebook. But realize that mo- most people are not at extremes. Most people are not full-blown CRT advocates. Yes. And most people are not um, <laughs> white nationalists That's right. who are totally against any idea of systemic racism and therefore mm-hmm. reject everything about CRT. And so we, we have to be careful about um, looking at the, the whole body of Christ in, in view of what's being said on social media. That's good. Because that's not that's not going to help you at all yep. as far as your view about your brothers mm-hmm. and sisters in Christ. Mm. Uh, what what else would you add to that? I, I think you. Well, you I think some... you know. I mean, one one thing we we have to, um, and, and this kind of goes along with what you're saying. I mean, we have to give each other the benefit of the doubt. Lead with grace. Yeah, we got to lead with grace. It's a yeah. it would be a great value, for right? The church, yeah, <laughs> it's a great value. For uh, church. Yes. Um, because we we've just got to stop. I mean, this idea of you know somebody's kind of a proponent of CRT. Again, they're not. They don't believe all of it or whatever. But they just think there's some value in it. And then you've got a majority leader over here, or even a, a minority, you know, some person over here saying well, that person's a Marxist. Yeah, like that is so unhelpful. You know, like like what 
why, what are you doing? You know, like, why would you, um, why, why would you, you know, resort to kind of, we're going to label, you know, label our brothers and sisters in Christ in this. So I, I think that's, I think that's a very, very uh, important thing. Or you've got, on the other hand, people who are like suspicious of CRT, you know, like, hey, I'm not sure this is, you know, or how do we, maybe this is, you know, why are we using this secular model and da da da? Like, you know, then the then the response is, well, that guy's just a racist. Yeah, you know, he hates black people. It's obvious. Like, well, that's not fair either. You know, right. like <laughs> maybe he just thinks maybe we need to be careful. You know, which, yes. which we should all agree is an important is an important approach. So I, I think that's good. I mean, one of the things I've thought about too, the sufficiency of scripture uh, is a big is a big issue for me. I, I see that a lot on you know kind of social media. Yeah. Um, and and it's it's like if you. If you hold to any part of CRT, you don't you deny the sufficiency of Scripture, and I'm like that is an interesting argument. And the reason why I think it's problematic, I mean, I think about if you send a kid to school, right? He's a freshman, he goes into his algebra class, and uh, the teacher starts handing out algebra books, and the teacher goes to give him an algebra book, and he says, "No, no, 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 I don't, I don't need it. Yeah, I've got my Bible." Yes. Um, as Christians, we would say to that. Freshman in high school, no, no. <laughs> right? <laughs> yes, we believe in the sufficiency of Scripture, but an algebra textbook is okay, right? Yes. It's, it's going to actually help you. The Scriptures were not intended to teach you algebra. No, it's not. It wasn't their intention. Um, or let's say that that person go then goes to U.S. history, yes, uh, class. You know, he's got a U.S. history class, and and same kind of idea, right? They're passing out U.S. history books, and he says, no, 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 no. I've got a Bible. It's sufficient. It's all I need to understand U.S. Right. history. I mean, I think we all would say, no, I mean, like, you know, like the Bible wasn't written to inform us about U.S. history. Yes. In one sense, a CRT is is trying to help us, can at least help us process, understand um, the black experience in U.S. history. Yes. Right? And so when we say we're going to try to learn what we can from this, use it as a analytical tool, that was yeah. you know, Resolution 9's language, I mean, I think what we're trying to say is, is this can be helpful in this discussion. Yes. And we're not, we're not denying the sufficiency of Scripture. Right. Right? If we ask the question, is racism a sin? Well, the, the Bible is sufficient to answer right. that, right? Right, yes. Uh, what's the solution, the ultimate solution to racism? Well, it's the gospel, right? right? The, the Bible is sufficient. Identity in Christ, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So I, I think we just have to we have to rethink, you know, those types of things. Give each other the benefit of the doubt. Lead with grace in those discussions. Uh, I, I think that's really important. What what else would you add to that? Yeah, I would just say it's important for us to be eager to maintain unity, as Ephesians yes. four would say, is that right. realizing that. Um, whether you're an advocate of CRT or whether you're an opponent of CRT, I would say that um, this is not should not be an issue that divides the church. Amen. We already have so many issues that divide the church, and this should not be be one of them. Right. Um, of course, if, if when when people go to those extremes, um, yeah, I mean, there it, it's so. I, I would say that it's kind of right to 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 as a brother or sister in Christ to try to address that. That's right. But, speak the truth in love. Yeah, That's also a part of Ephesians 4. Absolutely, right? right? So, yeah. But to to immediately reject someone as that, that they're not in the faith or to try to find ways to divide or kick churches out of denominations or, yeah, you know, yeah. those type of things like that, I think that's um, violating that mm-hmm. that scripture to, to try to maintain the unity that's of good. the body of Christ. Yeah. Yeah. 
And that's, I mean, again, that's if you're if you're judging these conversations based on Twitter, social media, I mean, that's what to me that's the that's the thing that's so hard about this whole discussion. Yes, is that we already recognize that there's racial issues in our country, and unfortunately, this discussion of CRT has, you know. Uh, on both sides, I think it's probably fair to say. Yeah. On, on both sides, it's like we've just divided even further, you know. And um, and I think that's I think that's really unfortunate. So, uh, what's our uh, what's our diversity? You got a couple of resources today that we want to yes. recommend. Uh, you mentioned the article by David French. Yes. It's um, on the Dispatch. It's, it's titled "On the Use and Abuse of Critical Race Theory in American Christianity." Really good read. Mm-hmm. And the other article is by um, Pastor Rick Armstrong mm-hmm. on SPC Voices: His Response to SPC Presidents on Critical Race Theory. So we'll put a link to those in uh, the podcast notes, and we mm-hmm. encourage you to give those a read. And yes, we both read those recently. Found both of them, you know, extremely helpful. You know, and and we 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 do acknowledge this is a kind of a difficult discussion because of the trying to define the terms and, and figure out all that. And so those, right. those to me, those are both those articles were, were helpful. People smarter than both of us. People, there are people out there, Kenny, that <laughs> yes. are smarter than both of us. Right. I know. All yes. right. Well, you know what time it is, Kenny. You time. know what time it is. Yes. Here we go. Oh, that wasn't loud at all, Kenny. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Come on. Come What's on. What's it meant to be? It was meant to be. Here we go. Here. Oh, there yes, we go. Yes, there, there we, go. we go. It is time for I the need crazy. To trademark that. Yes, you do. That'd be cool. <laughs> uh, so, uh, time for our crazy question. The first crazy question. <laughs> I can't even say it. First crazy question of 2021. We've just finished the holidays. Yes. So we've been around family a lot. Right. So here, so that that's kind of the theme for this question. Here's the crazy question: What is your craziest family? Squabble, craziest family squabble. Okay, so <laughs> back when I was in high school, and mm-hmm. I Going just kind of way back, kind of just started driving. Mm-hmm. But every once in a while, I would uh, cook cook dinner for the family, right? Wow. So it might be something simple like hamburgers and French fries. So still, we I'm was impressed. cooking. Yeah, we was cooking hamburgers and French fries. So I go to the store with my little sister, mm-hmm. and we're going to pick up cheese. Yes. And we're in the grocery store arguing about what brand of cheese because wow. she she was adamant that there were certain brands of cheese that we had always always gotten though. This brand of cheese did not melt. Like no matter <laughs> <laughs> no matter how hot, there was no melting point. There's for no it. melting point it's, for it's this just cheese. Never melt. So right. we don't need to buy this cheese. I mean, we are in a full blown nice. argument in yes. the middle of the grocery store about which cheese which to is buy. The best cheese. <laughs> I, I mean, in I will say there store. is a difference in cheeses. There's a difference in cheeses. Like, like as I got older, there's a difference, but I don't think there's right. there any cheese that for doesn't most have yes. a melting point. Yes, that's true. That's <laughs> right. true. Good, good. All right, so my my craziest uh, squabble. My my sister um, and I. I have one sibling, an older sister. She's three years older than me. We were watching a movie uh, in our living room at some point. I, I was probably I don't know how old I was six, seven, eight, something. And um, you know, normally I'm pretty, pretty, for the most part, pretty in control of my anger and my frustration and my outbursts. Okay. You know? uh, and even as a kid, I, you know, I wasn't, I, I wasn't flying off the handle too much, but for some reason she was, you know, give me a hard time or whatever. And she kind of reached down and smacked me. Uh-huh. I was in the floor, she was laying on the couch. And when she did, she hit me in the eye and it really hurt. Right. Right. Um, 
And so I completely overreacted. I mean, I she's laying on the couch. I jumped on top of her. Like, I'm going at her, trying to hit her, you know, whatever yes. she's covering up. I'm trying to move oh, her on. Man. I mean, like, my mom has to come in and remove me. I mean, it was a complete overreaction. Oh, man. And uh, I just... <laughs> Janya, if you're listening, I'm sorry. That was terrible. I don't really know what happened to me on that point. I mean, you were probably wrong for smacking me in right. the face, but still. Um, Surprised she hasn't disowned you yet. Well, man. no, she's she still she still owns me. So, um, but yeah, so yeah, I'm sure we could probably come up with other ones. But those oh, are man. those are some fun fun uh, growing up growing up with siblings. We fought over the phone. We fought over all kinds of man, ridiculous man, stuff. Man. But. Thankfully, the Lord has sanctified us, brother. Yes. We would never fight over no, those things No now. more family issues at all. <laughs> None. Zero. <laughs> right? Yes. No, we're both thankful for our families, thankful for the holidays, uh, thankful for you tuning in. Yes. Uh, for the first episode, we're excited about this, um, this coming year and all the different things we're going to talk about, and uh, we hope it's been encouragement to you today. All right. Love you. Thanks so much for listening to the Diversity and Fellowship Podcast. If you want to join the discussion, please send us your questions and your comments to diversityandfellowship at gmail.com. That's diversityandfellowship at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Until next time, keep laboring by God's grace to be a faithful display of how the power of the gospel unites us in Christ.